episode lots of things have been going on in my life and in my world of work so so there you go and um and i am preparing for season three with with the new guests uh, uh but in the meantime i have decided to kind of do an in-between episode i've done that before um between in between season one and season two talked about the unspoken voices of the world of work and talked about the music production and, and and the whole making of the of my album uh, a woman with a soul um and believe it or not that had probably the most listeners and and, and downloads than all the other episodes of the world of work podcast which kind of makes me think you know maybe the creative space is still a, a space that uh, interests a lot of people um so in this in-between episode I kind of thought to myself, well, let me let me talk a little bit more about the music world, but from a different perspective, not so much about the production of music and the recording of music as much as the videos, the music videos. And for me, it was a whole new experience because it was the first time I, I actually went for a professional, if you will, um, music video of one of my songs. Now, of course, you know, like here we are, uh, that video and, and that song was, well, the song was, was of course recorded in the studio with musicians, et cetera, et cetera. But the video was very much do it yourself with, with my friends and um, they sent me their clips and I kind of put them together and here we are, they came up with that, with that fantastic video, lots of fun to do. Um, and it was a very collaborative uh, process, if you will. For 1929, A Woman with a Soul, I, I did want to do it slightly different. And I wanted to have somebody, you know, someone professional in the area that could really help me um, ideate and kind of imagine how we can, we, we can portray that song through images. Because truth be told, and I know I'm not going to say anything that's going to absolutely revolutionize your lives because I'm going to say it's the obvious, but I will say it nonetheless that nowadays it is all about the image it is all about the visuals you know if you do not have an image a picture a video a reel you don't exist you may have a wonderful voice and you may have wonderful ideas but if you don't have some sort of images like this one that you're seeing here if you don't have an Instagram account, of course, with all the pictures of your cats, your food, your clothes, your vacation, your friends, your toenails. Then, you know what, you're kind of like, who is this person? Um, and the same. So, we, you know, we can debate that uh, the good, the bad of it doesn't really matter. But you need to have a video and you need to show yourself. Um, and, and especially in this line of work, yeah. if you are, if you've got something to say, whether you got something to say through your voice, whether you got something to say through your written words, whether you've got something to say through your singing words and singing voice, or whether you got something to say 
with your cooking skills or whatever it is you want to say in the language you say it best, you still need to say it through, through visuals. You still need to say it through video. So what that means is a bad song, but that has amazing video, guess what? It can become a very good song or maybe not a good song, but it will be a song that people listen to because people are watching the song, if you see my point. So there, there are no two ways around it. And the other, the other thing about the, the videos is that in actual fact, by having your songs, for example, on platforms like, you know, TikTok and Instagram, and but all my songs are, by the way, they're on those platforms too, if ever you want to use it for your kids, because I know my generation, we're not on TikTok, but our kids might be. And uh, well, then, you know, you could be lucky. Somebody picks your song and it's somebody famous, right? And then all of a sudden, you may also become famous or rather your song may be linked to that person. See what I mean? So never to underestimate the power of images and videos. So that being said, let me give you a little bit of a sneak in terms of what this video world is about, at least for the music production, for, for, for music videos. Um, so the person who helped me, who actually helped ideate, the, the, the camera woman, the director woman, the ideation woman, the video woman, uh, her name is Aurélie Sprenger, and uh, a friend of mine connected us. And uh, Aurélie is an expert in um, stop motion, still motion. So she worked on movies like Ma Vie de Courgette, which was this famous, you know, Swiss French production, got lots of awards. Great movie, I really recommend it. Um, and I thought to myself, okay, well, you know, let's let's connect. Let's connect with Aurélie. Let's connect and let's see. Uh, so the first the first call was as you know, as you can expect, any call, uh, any project call. It was about the brief. It's like you know, what, what do we want to achieve? Um, what do I want to achieve with the video? What is it about? The budgets, of course, because in this initial phase, you're kind of wanting to set the scene, getting getting that visual mood, and wanting to see to what extent you know, uh, uh, certain ideas may or may not fit with the song. And, and of course, as I said, also the budget. Why? Because in this phase, you can go from, you know, far out ideas. And for those who know me, I do tend to have a little bit of far out ideas. So had it been for me, it would have been like a full blown Hollywood um, production. <clears throat> But of course, I don't have deep enough pockets for that. And the economics of music, as you well know by now, do not allow that. Um, so, you know, if I've seen the prices go down or, <clears throat> excuse me, be a little bit more reasonable on the music production side, I mean, you know, the music video production does not, you, you still have, if you want to do something good and you, you want to have dancers and actors and costume designers, et cetera, that all adds up. And if you consider the revenue coming in of the 0.005 cents per download, per stream, the math really is not encouraging. However, let me say that I was able to make $17. Let me repeat that, one seven, $17 
from my music and that's thanks to you guys and it made us seem like a lot and by the way it doesn't even buy you a dinner but it is <laughs> so let alone does it recoup any cost um but it does show that you know the songs have had more than 3,500 streams or downloads and that's i'm happy with that you know it's not going to be the the ceiling no it's a good it's a good starting point considering that i am coming from a very different if you will professional background so i am pleased um the back to that phase one project definition and blah 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 with uh, with aurelie it was it it helped me open my eyes in terms of what the purpose of video is in music and and, and I've learned that the purpose of, the, of, of, of video in music is not to replicate what the song is about, but to amplify it, not by repetition, but by complementarity, if that makes sense. So, for example, if you have very descriptive lyrics and texts, don't necessarily want to follow the whole because it's, it's not a script for a movie or for a TV series. You know, if it's a TV series, you've got a dialogue, of course the video has got to be about that dialogue. Um, but it's not the same thing for music. So um, how do you create a visual language that complements the lyrics of the song and, and what the song is really about? Because she was telling me, you don't want the video to take priority over the song. And that's true, even though we are living in a video dominated, a, a, a visual dominated world, we don't want necessarily that world to completely uh, uh, overshadow um, the music, right? And one of the videos to me that come to my mind that's very uh, a good example of that is I Want to Break Free um, by Queen. There is nothing in that song that alludes to the band dressing up as women and one you know freddie mercury passing the vacuum cleaner in the in, in in this house and you know dressed like a grandma the other one you know reading a newspaper and so on and so forth and there is nothing of the song that you would even imagine or think that that could be a visual representation of it and then after the first minute or so it kind of I think goes into 80s mainstream, um, you know, nothing special. I don't, I don't enjoy the rest of the video, but everybody remembers I want to break free for those first images, right? So it does make a lot of sense to look into music videos, not as scripts of, of the song and translating the script of the song word by word with that visual image, but rather how to create a metaphor around it or, or uh, <clears throat> create complementarity to it, you know. So we, you know, we left that call and then there was this simmering moment, of course, for, for both of us. You know, she, she went off and got inspired and I went off and did my own stuff. Um, and we reconnected and she came up with these ideas, which I really thought were interesting. She was saying, you know, we can play with this indoor outdoor concept, because once again, this, this song 1929, a woman with a soul takes a lot of inspiration from Virginia Woolf's uh, essay, A Room of One's Own, which was published in 1929. And 
we didn't want to necessarily replicate always this concept of the room, but by playing with indoor scenes versus outdoor scenes, it does give this idea of shift between confinement, closure, and to a great extent, imprisonment of womanhood, imprisonment of what that meant, um, or what we even as women thought it meant. And then the outdoor scenes are more about the sense of breaking free from that expectation of what it meant. Um, and so you will see that in the video, this playing indoor, outdoor. And the other idea she came up with is for the three characters that I introduced in the first verse, you know, the mother, uh, daughter, lover, no one cared to know. They were objects, never subjects. Locked inside these see-through closets, always absent, and there were shadows on the wall. You know, for these three characters, she thought, well, we could use the still stop motion concept. Um, and my heart goes out to, you know, the three ladies who, um, who volunteered to play those characters. So Patricia uh, played the mother, um, Emma played the, the daughter, and Camille played the lover. And what they had to do um, was to have these choose a pose, right, strike a pose, as Madonna would say, and keep that pose for about 25 minutes while doing these micro movements of rotation. And at every rotation, you would have the camera taking a picture. And then the software, what it does is depends on the acceleration you want to give to the pictures, but it makes the, the, the characters turn around themselves. So I thought that was, such, you know, such a super cool idea on paper, because then when it comes to realizing it, it was a lot of hard work <laughs> for the indoor scenes for, for, for these three ladies, for Patricia, Camila, and Emma. So because to them, and thank you to them for, um, for, for being, you know, great uh, allies in this process and, and, and really being part of it. Um, they were saying it was very intense. It was like, it was better than a Pilates session, actually, because they got to really work out all their muscles. So anyway, those were the, like, let's say the main ideas, right? This indoor, outdoor, uh, this contrast and, and having the characters kind of rotating around themselves. And there's some other things that you will, that you will see in the clip. Um, and once that, the idea is kind of nailed down, we, you know, the, the, the planning of it, you know, the logistics and who, when, what, how, the why is clear. Um, but like, especially for the outdoor scenes, where do we do them? Um, where do we, and the lighting, the sun, not sun, the weather conditions. I mean, there's lots of things to think about. So as you can see, I'm wearing the jacket that I wore actually for the um, outdoor scene, for my outdoor scene. And uh, Ocheli chose this lovely place outside of the Lausanne area, you know, um, it's kind of like a foresty place, very diverse landscapes, it's kind of hilly, but also has a little bit of a river and a creek rather than the flowing of water. Um, and it can also be kind of flattish, lots of trees, lots of trees, lots of branches, lots of roots, gotta watch where you put your feet. <laughs> Tripping and accidents do happen and can happen. Trust me, they do happen. And, um, and, and then 
you know, choosing the right spot of where to where to do these um, outdoor scenes. But anyway, we did decide to start with the outdoor scenes first before doing the indoor scenes. So lo and behold, off we go. You know, it was a Sunday, and uh, kind of an okayish day from a weather point of view. Um, and you know, we would choose the spot, and then of course she would tell me, "Now be yourself." be yourself, get into the mood of the song. I was so self-conscious because the environment was, was beautiful, I must admit. However, I, I felt like there's this mechanical eye. This is what the camera gave me that feeling, this mechanical eye that's looking at you, dissecting you, basically. So there's that, the sense of self-consciousness, this mechanical eye that's looking at you, you never really know, you don't get, it's not like a human eye, right? A human eye, if I look at you and you look at me back, I get a sense if there's something going on or not. With a camera, there's nothing going on. There's a, a camera. And you add on top of it, you know, it was a Sunday, you got the Sunday strollers, people walking by and seeing you there and hearing the song and seeing the cameras and you're kind of wondering they're, and they're thinking oh you know this must be somebody famous and they see me and i'm like oh i'm famous well you know not that famous but we'll get there maybe <laughs> so managing all of that process was really hysterical um not to mention you know i ended up with covid so i was really not feeling like a hundred percent that is between you and me right that's a secret uh, but it was not the ideal uh conditions but they sound like excuses right the, the the fact of the matter is i'm not an actor the fact of the matter is as much as we want to create multiple professions hmm they're called professions for a reason <laughs> right and to be professional it requires a lot of dedication it's more than a passion you need to be talented and you do need to have quite a bit of experience under your belt before you can call yourself a professional or rather before others acknowledge you as a professional so clearly acting ain't my stuff uh, music who knows but acting mm -mm. i just don't got it as I would as we would say in perfect English. Once we finished those outdoor scenes, it was the moment of the indoor scenes. And then we had a studio where we could go and kind of shoot those scenes. Also here, you know, at least in the outdoors, you got some distraction. You're walking, you're true, you don't know what to do with your hands. Sometimes it's in, they're in the pockets, sometimes they're in the pockets, and most of the time they're in the pockets. Uh, Sometimes you may be swaying your body, but most of the time I felt like as rigid as as, as, as steel, quite frankly. Um, and, and very different from live performance, right? Because in live performance, I, I enjoy that much more because I really like the energy and the vibe that people do give usually in live performances. But anyway, the forest nonetheless has a little bit of energy. You go into a studio, it's all gone. Let me reveal to you the secrets. <laughs> behind the scenes of studio productions. So you've got props everywhere. You've got cables, kilometers of cables, wires that are connecting the lights with the cameras, with the a rack of, I don't even know what those things are, 
um, but things that kind of help to process, you know, the videos, the pictures into whatever, well, into a computer first and foremost, because they need to be saved. Uh, and then whatever else, <laughs> you can see I'm very technical on these things. Uh, and you've got green screens, blue screens, black screens, and most of the time you're there doing tests and kind of saying this angle, that angle, top, left, right, bottom, center, you know, the, the lights may be wrong, we've got to change the lights, and it was so bloody hot, it, 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 it was really, really revealing. And to get to, I don't know, 10 seconds of, of a scene, it's hundreds of takes. It's hundreds of takes. That by the 99th, you think to yourself, okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm ready to go. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm ready to go. Not to mention that by the 99th take, your hair's all over the place. Your makeup is gone. And again, it's not like there was a makeup artist or there was a costume design. Uh-uh. This is all, you know, what do you feel like wearing? You wear it. Don't care anymore. You don't even care who you are. You don't even care what you <laughs> what you look like. Um, you just want to get it over with. So, uh, the, so the indoors, there was the first part with once again me, and one of the scenes I, I had to do was like because there's a section in the song where I am um, I am reading. I am I'm reading uh, an excerpt from from the essay. From uh, so I have the book, the book, the real book, and I, I was supposed to sit on this chair. Now the chair was completely broken, and in the back, and I was supposed to look intellectual, you know, with my glasses, not on my head, but actually on my eyes. I was reading it and turning the page, right at the same time, kind of doing these small rotations with the with the chair, turning the chair. And then once I finished reading, I'm supposed to throw the book on, on, the, on the chair, kind of get up and, and start dancing. Uh-uh, forget it. I mean, once again, it's like I was just unable to abstract myself in it. So kudos to all the actors out there. Kudos to the professional performers um, and also, you know, singers and artists who do this for a living. It does take uh, skill incompetency to do that so so that was one part of the internal scene and then of course the indoor scene also included the three characters as i was mentioning before patricia camille and, and emma and and then we had a bunch of other ladies joining us for the final 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 scene or you know it's all about the sense of celebration of what it means to be a woman nowadays and and even more importantly to show that to be a woman actually with soul um, it's the common women too so the ladies that made it happen on the outdoor scenes, besides, of course, Patricia, Emma, and Camille that stayed throughout the, the, the shooting of that last day. But added to them, we have like Lorraine, Karen, Christelle, and Amy. And let's see what comes out of it, because now the final stage, you know, we had the ideation, we had the actual shooting, and then final stage. Was, which is a process in and of itself, is the editing and it's, it's the montage, the assembly is putting it all together, seeing what fits, what doesn't fit, um, how do we fix what doesn't fit. Um, 
and and there also it requires courage and it's the same in music production it requires courage to sometimes say we're not going to do this or we are going to we're going to do this differently or we're going to take this part out and 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 i think this is a as painful sometimes as it is because of the time you spent and, and all the, the amount of work gone into it but you don't want uh, to do shortcuts, right? In my first in between, the unspoken voices, I, I did mention that good is not always good enough, but that you have to reach a point where you say, now this is right. So it's not about good, but it's about it being right. When is it right? It's when you think it's right, when it feels right, when, for me, right, when, if it's a song, when I can feel that the music, that the way it has been played is right. Uh, for the video, I will see if it is right, if it is given, giving the right relevance and meaning to the song, and of course, to me as the writer and the singer of that song, you have to feel comfortable enough to accept it and to let it go. Provided, as I said, that it, it reflects what you wanted to reflect of a song. So more to come, as always. Let's see what we're able to package together with all these different clips. Um, once again, a big thank you, a big thank you uh, to the amazing work of Ocheli. So this woman was ideating. She was the camera woman. She was the lights woman. She was the logistics woman. She was the, she is the editing woman. Uh, she is that woman basically behind the video, behind the camera. And, and I've noticed with, with many people working in this sector, in this world of work, who are not necessarily the artists or the ones on stage, the ones backstage, they really want to be backstage. You know, I've I've tried to put her on camera. After I, I was able to a couple of times. Um, I wanted her as well to to be part of these conversations, um, just like the the music production team with Philip and 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 the musicians. But really, really difficult to do so because, and I respect that. You know, they they say my job is backstage, and that's what I do best. And when we reach that level of confidence and saying, this is what I do best and to stick to it, uh, I think that that is that should give a sense of fulfillment in and of itself. Stick to what you do best, keep doing it and expand it. Sometimes get out of that comfort zone. Um, but if you really just want to stick to the, the, the back end and the backstage, that's fine. You know, that's absolutely fine, but I just find it remarkable because these individuals work with people who want to be on stage and who want to acknowledge all the work that's being done behind the scenes. But anyway, this is my way of acknowledging their world of work, their work, their professionalism once again, and, and, and to say thank you to all of them. So lo and behold, Let's wait and see what the final cut is going to look like. Until then, as always, do stay safe, stay healthy, and be happy. Take good care.
And now, it's a wrap. All right.